Welcome to the Wicked Bitter Podcast, Episode 1. I am Travis, and as always, I am bitter. Today is the first episode that is on Spotify and Anchor. I've done episodes before, but on a different platform, so this is the first time that it's on Anchor FM and on Spotify, and I'm thanking whoever you are that is listening to this. I hope you enjoy the content that I put out there. Uh, For my first episode, I felt like it it was needed to bring in somebody uh, I know, I've known for my whole life. Uh, It's my brother, and I grew up watching wrestling with him, and... uh, we've we've loved wrestling ever since we were kids and it's something that we still to this day talk about and love and that we we want to watch every single week and and review things so that's what i'm planning to do with this podcast i'm hoping that um i can get him on here and and some other people i know who who also love wrestling and if you're listening and you like wrestling you love wrestling uh why 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 wouldn't you want another podcast to listen to huh it's, there's always room for more podcasts. There's always room for more followers, more friends to be made. Let's do this thing. If you love wrestling, get in contact with me. Uh, we ha- I have uh, Wicked Bitter over on Instagram. You just uh, type in Wicked Bitter Podcast. I'll pop up. Uh, give me a follow. Give me some uh, some comments. DM DM me over there. And if uh, if it's something cool or interesting, I'm gonna address it. And I'm gonna talk about it on the show. And uh, I'll shout you out if you want. And and maybe eventually I could even get some of you guys on the show. That'd be that'd be cool for me. I would love that. I love talking to people, especially people who have the same interests as I do. Um, I was told uh, by a couple of people to maybe not broaden what my show is about i've been told to maybe focus on one thing and i just know there's so many podcasts out there that focus on just one topic and they're cool and all but for me i just have too many things that i'm passionate about uh my main thing is wrestling i love pro wrestling specifically wwe nxt and now it's going to be aew as well um i focus on them more than anyone else uh but that's not the only things i care about Uh, i want to talk about some sports um, you know, baseball, I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. I'm, I'm from Massachusetts. I grew up there. I now live in Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, I still love the New England teams, uh, other than the Patriots. I don't hate the Patriots like everybody else does. I don't know why everybody hates them. I don't hate them, uh, but they're not my team. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about sports. I want to talk about wrestling. I want to have people on here just to shoot the shit with, man. Like, let me let's create some stuff you know let's have some fun let's talk about some things i want to talk about life stuff and some fun things i want to hear some great stories i'm open to whatever on this podcast i don't want to just put it in a box of just wrestling um and hopefully this thing takes off and it goes somewhere you know i eventually want to do some videos of some stuff and and get this thing growing but uh yeah if you would i mean give me a follow on on spotify you know Check it out, and hopefully you like what you hear, and I know this will be only the first episode, but maybe hopefully you'll come back for another, and uh, if you like it, give me a follow. Uh, like I said, follow me on Instagram, Wicked Bitter Podcast, and, and DM me, or, or like the stuff. Share it with people you know. I mean, my podcast is tiny, and the internet is huge. I've always said that on my other episodes, and I'm going to keep saying it on these brand new episodes. Uh Give it a share. Let people know about it. You know, there's maybe you don't care for something specific that I do on here, but maybe somebody else would would that you know. And uh, you know, any exposure is good exposure. Um, 
that being said, I, I feel like we should get into it. I've already talked a lot. Um, uh, during this podcast, I'm going to talk to my brother Josh, and we we watched Raw, the Raw premiere that happened last night, and uh, we're going to get into it. So um, let's check it out. Here's Josh. The man himself, the legend, Josh. How's it going? How was that introduction? Did you like that? It was probably one of the best introductions I've ever had in my life. Dude, that's why I am here. There's nobody in your life that's going to hype you up more than I am. <laughs> that's true, actually. You might that might be a true statement. <laughs> I feel like it, you know, I just came up with that right now, but I feel like I'm right. So flat soda with me on this one. I fucking like it. Drink flat it in. Soda, bro. Man. Drink it in. I'm glad we got to finally do this though. Uh I, I, I just when I was thinking of doing this, I was like, this is going to be my first episode. Well, it's going to be my first episode on a new platform. I did one. I've done several before. I think I did like seven episodes on a different thing. This is the first episode that's going to be on Anchor. That's going to be on Spotify. So I'm like, who better than to have Josh on this with me? The guy I grew up watching wrestling with. The guy who knows wrestling, who bleeds it just like I do. Who better? Who who better than Kenny? No, um, yeah. Who who better, man? You know, and it's good oh, to yeah. it's good to branch out, especially to uh to Anchor and Spotify. You know, get get uh get more uh, notified. Or yeah, I got to you know get some get some more. Uh, what's the word we're looking for? I was I was hoping you would know, but you yeah, think I, I have it. I have it at the tip of my tongue, and I just can't think of it. Exposure. That's what there it is. Go. There you go. The reach. Got to get the reach out there, dude. So uh, Monday Night Raw. It happened. The premiere of Monday Night Raw happened, and it happened last night. And I watched, and we were texting, so I know you watched. So I feel like we need to get into what happened on Raw. Yeah. Um. If you want, uh, I would like to address, like, you know, right, boom, opening segment, you're expecting something different. And Uh what was the first thing that you saw that was different? I mean, it had to to have been the stage right Right. away. Right, the stage, right? I mean, that's already a good feeling. You see it. You see a nice, you know, a nice new setup. Everything is starting to get, you know, all right. Maybe things are starting to pick up. They're getting a little fresh. Yeah, right. It gave you that feeling. But then, uh, like, as the show went on, it felt like it was going back to the same old stuff. Yeah, it's just, I feel like they just, they've been such in this mindset and the same, like, style and format for so damn long that, like, I just, for, like, the love of me, I get, I just, I don't think these they know how to just break away and truly go in a different direction in their show. I, I you know, I was pumped this whole I mean this past week. I was ready for this week to happen. I was ready for Raw ten, last night. Uh, I'm more excited for Wednesday and Friday, but I had a feeling that like Raw was going to be something new cuz they they were promoting the hell out of this shit. They were saying it's the premiere. 
Um, everybody yeah. had a feeling that like the stage was going to be different, and it was. I just mm-hmm. I don't like that stage. What do you think about that stage? I don't like it, at least not I, yet. I like the stage. I, I I'm gonna say it. Right, I do like the layout of it, but I feel like you know they're just polishing a turd is what I think it is. Like yeah. The, yeah. you could you exactly. could put in all the LED or all the you know stage lights or whatever, pyro, whatever you want, but that's not what we like it's cool, but it's not what we really want, you know? Yeah, and to be honest, I don't even know what I really want. I just know that when they have the LED boards and like everything is a fucking movie tron everywhere in that arena. Even like, you know, the apron is, the turnbuckle posts are, the the freaking stage, the ramp, the Titan Tron, the lights behind it, everything is a movie there. Yeah. And I feel like they focus too much on that. You know, and that's the way it's been for a while, but like for this one, especially because this this stage is more of like a hash pipe, like the like the, the Minitron is like more of like a skateboarding type skate park kind of thing where it's like all it kind of looks yeah. like it all morphs into the actual ramp to go down to the ring. It yeah, just looks like, like a, it's a it's a half pipe. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> it it really is like I like, you know, you expect someone to go in there and like drop in from the top of the half pipe. You know, turn around and gap the gorilla. But I want to, <laughs> I want, I want to see that though. Who, all right, who in WWE would most likely be the one to do that? Do you think to get um, in a skateboard and just fucking go ham on that? WWE has so much talent. But I don't know if like they have that amount of talent. I say Mojo Raleigh because he's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I would say uh, Zach Ryder. You think Zach? I could see, uh, Zach and Kurt probably. Either yeah, they'll probably be on those long boards that like two people share, just going on and off. The yeah, like the tight- made by made by Mattel. <laughs> yeah, they got their own action figure. Looks like their own action figure sized <laughs> fucking skateboard. Dude, I would actually want to see that though. Yo, what if like him? And Kurt Hawkins made the tag team like, and they they come in as like the riders, and they come out with like <laughs> skateboarders. They come out as skateboarders, and that's their entrance. They just like lights go out, come back on. They're on top of the lip of the half pipe, and they just ride Dude. it down. <laughs> Dude, I want to see one of them on a BMX bike. Like riders got to be the skateboard. Hawkins has got to be the bike, and like they just like. <laughs> do these intertwined moves where they're leaping and they cross over one another and land on each side. That would be fucking sick, dude. If they turn off all the lights and there's just like a spotlight on them and they're just going ham on that, that half pipe for like two minutes. And then they finally get to the ring and they lose in 30 seconds. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, they, they, they go on to uh, another 200 loss streak and like, you know, like let's say one of them has like a singles match. The other one's like, Outside the ring, doing like kick flips and you know, yeah. Punch it's like, <laughs> woo, woo, dude. Woo, we shred it. Oh, dude, there it is. That's a t-shirt. It's got to be. Let's See, get like, that shit on a t-shirt. We just we just came up with something that like took like two minutes, and WWE would take like two years to come up with that. So dude, weird. we took a a bad stage, a bad minitron. And we just added like a thousand ideas to it just now. How to make it cool by doing yeah. that. It's probably it's, very dangerous, but yeah, it's still oh, yeah. really cool. 
I mean, it's better than, uh, I mean, I'm going to go there. It's kind of, it's kind of better than the uh, Owen Hart entrance, uh, dare I say it. Like, oh, my God. Less dangerous. What a, what a wow. <laughs> is it is it, like, can we say too soon for that joke? Is it still oh, technically no. too soon? No? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not really something to joke about, but. <laughs> it's I, not. But, you but... know, I, I did it, so. I don't know. You did. Drink it in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, getting back to Raw, another thing I noticed right off the bat, and they actually announced it like, you know, a week, like last week at some point, I forgot when, or maybe over the weekend, but the announced team, no longer Michael Cole on Raw, no longer Corey Graves, no longer Renee Young. They're going with Jerry Lawler, uh, Vic Joseph, and Dio oh, yeah. Madden, I'm not, I'm not familiar with Dio Madden. I feel like I've seen him in NXT a couple times, but I don't ever remember hearing him on commentary. And uh, I've always liked Vic Joseph uh, doing 205, and I actually think he did some UK stuff too. But Vic was okay. But right off the bat, what I noticed, when Rey Mysterio was the first person to come out that night, and um, – Instead of like Vic Joseph kind of like being the lead guy, it was sort of like King was like picking up for like the silence of Vic Joseph. And King has never been like a lead guy on commentary. He's the color commentator. He, he's he's there to yeah. back up. And he looked like he was just like, come on, Vic. Like he didn't look like he was saying it like that, but he was just like, hey, here comes Rey Mysterio. And then like it would be silence. And he's like, oh, man, that's Rey Mysterio. Like, OK, <laughs> who else is going to who else is going to say something is are we just leaving King out here? You imagine if they left King on commentary the whole time. Oh, it'd be terrible. But you know, there's there's no there's no Michael Cole, so I feel like you know that's a little bit of a refreshing thing. But like, uh, for for Jerry the King Lawler, I feel like you know once like they went off air for like a commercial break, he's like, "Listen, you idiot, you 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 need you need to come in here and save this because I'm not going to be doing this all night long." You hear me? Stop you... leaving me hanging, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I would die. I wish I could hear that. <laughs> I mean, but, dude, the whole the whole night, it was just, it, it felt off to me. You're killing me. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird. And then Dio Madden was just sitting there just like, Chilling, dude. He, he he threw in his two cents. I don't know who I rather have. I don't know if I rather have him or, or Renee. I mean, Renee wasn't an expert, but like it's you know there were times where she threw out some great one-liners, and like there were times where she sort of looked like she was starting to understand it and go with the flow of it. But I mean, it was just Dio Man's first night, whatever. But like for the premiere of Raw, don't you want like to bring your fucking A game? You know what I mean? Because like for everything, you want everything to be top shelf. Because you're you're promoting the fuck out of SmackDown, and like you know Wednesdays are gonna be sick. You know NXT is always gonna put out a freaking an amazing show because they got some competition on Wednesdays now. So like Raw is just chilling by itself, and it's looking like they're kind of maybe pushing Raw to be like the the show, the B show behind SmackDown. It looks like they're kind of making SmackDown look like it's the premiere show. I think um, actually, blue or not, I feel I feel like. They're now focusing more on NXT because AEW. Like, you know, they 
Like they they know they have a good play by play with Morrow there, so they wouldn't move him to Monday nights to do commentary because they know Morrow's good. Right. Yeah. So like, but like you know, I don't know. Like for for Monday Night Raw commentary, it's like you know don't don't throw those guys there. You know, like they 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 they're just uh, I don't even think they're play by play. Renee's not even like a you know play by play kind of thing. She's just. She depends pretty much whenever she's on the broad. Like, I love Renee Young, but I feel like she depends on, like, Corey Graves. And when he says, you know, like, uh, Mandy Rose is, like, you know, goddess, and then she'll, like, add on to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly what Corey Graves, Renee, and, like, the king are there for. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be, like, the lead. It's supposed to be Michael Cole, and they're just supposed to, like, chime in here and there. That's exactly what, like, the King and Dio was supposed to do. But for some reason, it just started out with just King, like, taking control of it. And, like, Vic, for some reason, was just quiet. I don't know. Maybe it was, like, a microphone issue where, like, he couldn't – his headset wasn't working or something. Where we just – he was on mute or whatever. But, like, it really started sounding like King was just, like, the guy. And this is not something we're ever used to hearing. King's always, like, the backup. Yeah. Uh, well, well, other than that, I mean, like, you know. It was so refreshing not having Michael Cole there. We we've we've heard Michael Cole for years, and I don't know. It's, oh well, just, it's it's not over yet though. We got Michael Cole on on Fridays. Thank thank God, thank God. <laughs> yes, thankfully he won't annoy us on Mondays anymore. And now he's gonna annoy the fucking shit out of me on Fridays. I can't fucking <laughs> wait. Just, it's uh, the beast. As long as you know he's not on the same show as Corbin, he's like deep six, deep six. <laughs> Who knows though? Because the draft's coming up. Oh no! <laughs> like, dude, they're gonna give Michael Cole everybody he sweats. They're gonna give him Corbin. They're gonna give him Sasha. They're gonna give him Reigns. Yeah, the- Reigns. Big dog. <laughs> it's block time. Oh my! Oh my god. I'm miserable thinking about it, dude. Uh, well, I'm just more focused on Wednesdays. AEW, dude. yeah, AEW. I want to talk about AEW, but we—I mean, we, there's still some. St- we gotta, we gotta cover some stuff on Raw, though. I mean, yeah. How did you feel about? Because uh, you watched the whole show, right? Yeah. Okay, so how do you feel about uh, the Miz TV segment? That oh, see, that was interesting. I feel like Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan were actually like meaning some of the stuff that they were saying. Right? But I then, thought it was I thought it was a little weird too. But then like, you know, Miz was in there like and he was just like, Okay, guys, let's let's be you know, this isn't the time for this Dude, <laughs> yes, I was same thing. I was I was watching at home, I was like, Yo, Miz is trying to diffuse this and move on so badly <laughs> and like this is why Miz is so fucking good, dude. I I think he's just so underappreciated. He steered that whole thing in the direction it needed to go because Hogan and Flair are just so like senile and so old that it's like I think they forget what they're supposed to say. So Miz kind of like feeds them in a way. Uh, yeah. You could tell a little bit, but I mean that was such a weird segment, dude. I don't know. I I legitimately thought that those two guys, Hogan and Flair, were going to face each other at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. And I'm sitting here like, fucking no, dude. Please no. no. And, and uh, 
Yeah, dude. And like the crowd, they were in, I think they were in Phoenix. The whole crowd's chanting one more match. I'm like, dude, do not give Vince McMahon any fucking ideas, please. And I'm thinking like, why would you want to see these two wrestle? I mean, it's just fucking like, what are they going to do? Like Viagra on a pole match? I mean, what are they going to do? <laughs> dude, they're so... Smack each other with blockers. <laughs> <laughs> dude it was just it was so bad I, I i don't know i do not want to see that match ever and when they were kind of like building up towards what was happening at crown jewel i'm like Miz, better not announce these two are facing each other because this is going to be a fucking train wreck and i'm pretty sure one of them probably would have died in that ring during that match probably. one of them at least like it would yeah. probably be flair who do you think it would be i think it would be flair definitely flair yeah, because he's had so many fucking close calls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the guy was like pretty much dead for like a half hour. Wasn't he? <laughs> he's been knocking on the door for so long. <laughs> he's, he's ready to take that nature walk. Yo, <laughs> he's letting nature do its course. <laughs> oh, oh, and Dude. by the way, did you did you see the the mess up on the Minitron where it said seventeen time champion? Yes, I was just about to bring that up. I was I didn't know if it was like my mind fucking with me and I'm like, yo, for as long as I remember, they've always said sixteen time. Am I just bugging out right now? But it did say seventeen. Yeah, I wonder why they did that. I wonder if it was a fuck up or not. You probably pinned well, like our truth in the back or something <laughs> for the twenty four seven championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. That was just weird. There was just something off about it. And it's weird because, like, not only – like, it wasn't even like they just said it mistakenly during the broadcast. Like, But it was on his movie, and it was on his mini-tron. I was like, yeah. damn, how many people did it get through where nobody nobody caught this? You know, like, like usually somebody proofs it. No, it was straight up 17 times, 17 times. Like, all right, somebody fucked up. Like, I think Drew Gulak posted up better PowerPoints than that – whole Ric Flair <laughs> entrance. Dude, you know what? I like Drew Gulak, but I don't ever really watch 205. I'm not even going to lie. And and I don't know why I don't watch it. But I, I wonder what they're going to do with it now. I wonder if they're going to make it happen. No, it's not going to happen after SmackDown because I saw that uh, they're going to have that show called Backstage or something happening after SmackDown. I think, I think what they said they were going to do is that they're going to like merge it into NXT. Oh, we should completely get rid of 205 and they're just going to have the guys go to, to NXT or are they going to actually do like two shows, an NXT no. and a 205 show? No, like, they're going to like merge like all like they're going to put the Cruiserweight division on NXT and like give that title to NXT and everything. I would be okay with that, honestly. I really would. And I kind of hope they change the way that title looks. If you look at NXT, all their championships are so nice. And then the cruiserweight one comes in, and it's just like purple, purple? and fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least change the color of the, like the, the the leather, the strap of it. At least I don't know. <laughs> I, it would just look so out of place on NXT. I would think we are not your kind, <laughs> especially the cruiserweights. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it makes sense to just throw it into NXT because only Lorcan and Danny Birch just recently won. And like that, I mean, they made their appearance on a, uh, what was it, two hundred five? Yeah, 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 tag team match. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Oni Lorcan had his thing with the cruiserweight championship with Drew Gulak, and 
Leo Rush made his appearance on NXT, so it's like, why not? Dude, I'm I'm happy Leo Rush is back, honestly, and that he's on NXT. I know everybody thought he was annoying when he was on Raw, but he's really good in the ring. And if he can just kind of like keep his head down and do like work and and, and show everybody why he could be as good as he thinks he could be, then I think he's going to gain a big following. And then in WWE, if he could just like have great matches on NXT, I think it's actually like a blessing for him to go back down there. Because I think on Raw, he's just gotten lost. Vince looks at him, and what did he do? He's lucky. Leo Rush is lucky that he had charisma because I don't think Vince would have given him a chance until, like, I think Vince found out about his charisma through, like, Twitter. Like, Leo Rush was, like, posting his own videos, like, on his own, uh, just talking about stuff. And, like, he was funny, and somebody pointing it out to Vince, and then Vince was like, all right, well, he can talk. Let me bring him up. And then they paired him with Bobby, but, like, Leo didn't do anything. He just kind of yeah. was, like, that sleazy, just run away from shit, do backflips, and, like, do nothing. So, like, hopefully... This is how quick I am. Ah, I'm like, <laughs> Vince loves that shit. <laughs> uh, yo, dude, I got to talk to you about this. What about the whole uh, the Lana situation at the very end? Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. now we're pushing oh. buttons. Yeah, here we go. Dude, <laughs> dude, Rusev is the biggest cuckold in WWE I have ever seen. This is I, not the I, first time they've done this to him. Yeah, they did it with Ziggler. Like know, how, many so times, how many times are you going to throw Lana around like she's not like married? Like, you know, like that's kind of a big thing. Dude, Rusev just has to... Dude, imagine going to work and... You do your job, and then you're constantly just watching your wife get pounded by these other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, it, was, it was almost awkward because it was, like, so prolonged. I feel like they were just, like, prolonging oh. it purposely for, like, you know, oh, shoot, we did this segment a little earlier. Like, we still have, like, five minutes, uh, and uh, Bray Wyatt still needs to come out for three seconds so everyone can still kind of say they enjoyed the whole episode. Um, oh, damn. They made out for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and then Rusev's just like, it was so awkward. Because Rusev's just standing there, looking at them like with his eyebrows up like, you done? You done? Like, <laughs> uh, how much longer are y'all doing this? She's putting her leg up around him and everything. I can't stand this shit, man. This is the shit that gets me mad. Because it's like, I don't know too many people that are going to be interested in this storyline. Honestly, like, it's, uh, it's like any time... Rusev and Lana like speak out about how upset they are with WWE because they don't get TV time or whatever. Vince is like, "All right, I'll give you TV time, but Lana, you're gonna be making out with some other dude, and Rusev's gonna be jealous." Like, come on, you gotta embarrass them the whole time. It's like yeah. the same thing with Maria and Mike. Look how Vince has made Mike look. I mean, yeah, now Maria has like a baby somewhere. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just not Mike's. Yeah, I, guess I was never. I never bought into that storyline. I don't even. Are they still doing it? I have no idea. Mike barely gets TV time. All right, and it's just like yeah. dropped. I I hate that dude. I I don't know. It's like anytime somebody speaks out, like WWE has to go out and fucking. All right, you got your TV time, but we're gonna embarrass the shit out of you yeah. with that TV time that you get. Okay. Like, dude, because when Blue came back last week, I was pumped. Now, now I can see the writing on the wall. What's gonna happen? Yeah, and uh, I'm not ready. For- all right, so are you ready for this? 
I'm ready. Why was AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander not the main event of Raw? Did you see that match at all? Yeah, uh, that was a great match. It was a Dude, great I honestly, match, but instead... What was that? I really felt like, you know, Cedric was going to beat him. Yeah, I mean, for for Cedric and AJ to put up that kind of match at, like, that time, like, you would think it would be a main event. Like, stay tuned. Like, no. Like, <laughs> no. Then, like, yeah, like... <laughs> The main event's gonna be oh someone's arriving in the limo. I wonder who it could be. It was, it was Bobby. Yeah, right. He's and like, was, and he was in his tights already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling up in, in ring gear, like in the limo, sitting there, like, all right, I'm on my way to Raw to make out with your wife. Like, other than that, it was nothing else. Like, he didn't even like participate in any match. Dude, they teased people so hard, man. I thought it was going to be something cool. I even thought throughout the night that Seth was going to face someone. Like I thought, I thought maybe John Morrison because there was rumors that John yeah. Morrison was going to answer the the Universal Championship match. Or I thought, I honestly thought it was going to be Braun because you know sometimes I'm like, well, WWE doesn't get creative with this shit. <laughs> They're probably just going to throw Braun out there again. But uh, it ends up being Rusev, and it was a cool surprise. Or whatever, I was like, all right, I'm okay with it. But the whole Bobby Lashley thing just doesn't make any fucking sense to me, dude. And just the whole – the way they're building it up where, he, like, Bruce did the promo in the back saying, you know, my my, my problems at home or, or nothing to talk about or whatever. And then that happens at the end of the show. And, like, it's like everything just came together too quickly at the end where, like like you said, Bray showed up for, like, three seconds. Like, is this how it's going to always be? Is Bray always going to show up for, like, five seconds and attack somebody? And that's how Raw goes off the air? Yeah. Because uh, – that's gonna get kind of boring after a while, I think. Yeah, but like it's it's cheap, it's cheap in a way, because like you could throw out like a, a crappy ending, complete crappy ending, and they know how much Bray Wyatt is like, like how much he's up there, you know? Yeah. And so like they're just like, all right, we'll give him a shitty ending, and then we'll throw in Bray for like five seconds so everyone leaves pleased. Like, don't use him as a scapegoat for your crap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. So I wonder how often they're going to do that. Give us a shitty, weird ending, and then throw Bray out there just to make up for it. Yeah. What's going to happen at WrestleMania? We're going to get another Brock Lesnar and Roman, and then at the end of WrestleMania, we're going to have The Fiend show up? What if he did, though, and just attacked both of them? Like a double mandible claw, just stuck his hands down both of their mouths, taking both down. Like a dog and a beast. Mm. And a fiend. And a fiend. And, uh, <laughs> you got yourself a man of a WrestleMania. <laughs> a dog, a beast, and a fiend. Who wins? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> Which one of these do not belong here? Dude, I, I don't know. I'm... Uh... I'm kind of not looking forward to their match at Hell in a Cell, uh, Bray and uh, Seth. I just, to me, the way I would do it, I feel like Bray should be just shitting on everybody, running through everybody. And I, I think what they're planning on doing is having him and Seth have, like, a legitimate match at Hell in a Cell. Like, I don't want that thing, I don't want that match to go longer than, like, three minutes, dude. Bray should be, like, killing people with this fiend. Yeah, for a while. For a while, dude. And I wouldn't even make him go for a title yet. 
honestly, and like I fucking love Bray. I even think the Fiend is like the best thing they got. Not not even only in WWE. I feel like the Fiend is probably the best thing in all of wrestling right now. He's just the most talked about thing, and. It's like with WWE. I don't know what the, what gets they get in their heads. They're just like he's so popular right now. We have to throw him for a, at a championship. You don't have to do that right away when someone shows up and is really popular. You don't have to. There's other ways to build him up before he gets to that title match. Because now what do you do? Bray can't lose that match. You got to keep that fiend like. <laughs> you got to keep that fiend like. You got to <laughs> keep him like on top, dude. You know, like he's got to yeah. be like the man. He does, yeah, you're right. But it's like, it's it's also kind of like a, uh, what am I trying to say here? A double-edged sword kind of thing, because, cause, uh, you, you know, like, you have to push, you know, who's hot, you know? But if you don't, it gets stale, crowd doesn't want it anymore, and you're too late, and then he loses, you know, his fans. Yeah, I get that part of it. I don't. I just don't think you need a championship for that. I mean, he could have easily faced somebody else who's also a big name, and they could have had a, even a Hell in the Cell match itself without a title, and and it, and still make it entertaining. Like you don't. I feel like there's ways to do it because now if he wins this championship, which he absolutely should, because he shouldn't be losing. So if he wins this title, what happens? Bray, how long is the Fiend gonna hold that title for, dude? You already have Bray, you're gonna have Brock go away with that championship when he beats Kofi, like Brock always does. So you're gonna have two of your top titles, the top title on each show actually, not showing up every week on Raw, because you know Bray is most likely not going to wrestle every week on Raw, and yeah. he might not even show up every week on Raw. He, I, yeah, who knows? He might just pop in here and there, and the the most you see the Universal Championship is backstage during the the Funhouse segments. You're not even gonna really see him. Yeah. So I what mean, do they do? How long do they go with that? You know, I don't know. I think they back themselves into a corner right now. I feel like um, Brock. Brock I don't think Brock's gonna win that champion, man. I, I don't. You don't think so? No. I think. Well, what do you think is gonna happen? Uh, I think um, uh, this SmackDown coming up, I have a feeling that Rey Mysterio is gonna get back at him for what he did on Raw. And it's going to cost uh, Brock Lesnar the title opportunity, whether it's disqualification or not. Kofi's probably going to keep that title on Friday. And then Brock is probably going to end up facing or having a feud with Ray. He's going to get away from the title picture. Wow. Dude, uh, Brock with a feud with Ray, though? I don't know. I, 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 I'm cool with everything you said, but I don't know if they'll do a Brock versus Ray thing, though. He's he's obviously faced Ray in the past, and if like you know, I'm not gonna yeah, say if that's... you know Brock, but like you know, due to his recent history, he only likes facing certain amount of people. You know, look, it's usually people that he's faced before, or someone that's like equally his size. But you know, like he's faced Ray before, like in the old SmackDown days, and he's a legend. So, who knows? and it's on Fox. I feel like Fox is asking for specific things, so maybe, may I, I feel like Ray will will end up on SmackDown eventually, if probably at the draft or something, because I feel like that's like where he made his home, you know, like back in like the early two thousands when we were, you know, the best times in wrestling, or WWE at least. Um, yeah, 
choking he, up. He was like part cage. of. Yeah, he was like part of the top, you know, SmackDown top five guys that they had or whatever, and uh, and uh, I think he'd be more suitable for SmackDown. I feel like still they're teasing like the Ray versus his son storyline or something, because. What other either that or they're trying to introduce Dominic as a wrestler at some point because why are they focusing so much on Dominic and Ray? There's got to be something going on there where Dominic either turns on him or Dominic joins him as a team and they become like a father son tag team or something, you know? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, the Brock thing would be cool because honestly, I don't want to see him win that shit. I'm I'm happy with Kofi's reign up till this point that if if Kofi were to lose the title like this week or at the pay-per-view it's cool because he's had a great reign it's just the fact that he's losing to to Brock is the reason why I don't like it cuz I know what's going to happen with it I know Brock's going to go run away and hide for months at a time like he normally does and when that happens people lose fucking interest dude and I just I feel like it's more of a Fox decision than WWE, though. Yeah. That's uh, something definitely. Uh, it's probably contract, like, you know, appearances. Like, they want, they want like, you know, Roman. I feel like, all right, I, Roman Reigns, he's going to stay on SmackDown, right? Or go to SmackDown? Is that I don't know. With his on the draft, you mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know what? Most likely, I think so. Like even the commercials have Roman Reigns on it. Yeah, that's true. Like I feel like uh, once Roman goes there, he's gonna be the one that defeats Kofi, and then Brock is gonna show up, and we're gonna have another Brock versus Roman. Dude, that or you could flip it. Brock could beat Kofi because that's the heel versus the face, and then Reigns will go after, and then people will be so mad that Brock beat Kofi that the heat will be on Brock, and then Reigns can come in there actually looking like the superhero WWE wants him to look like all this time, and then he could beat Brock for that title. And, and then, then show be up like, every week, and then while Roman is champ on SmackDown showing up every week, you have The Fiend beating Seth for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if Brock wins this Friday, uh, the pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell is this Sunday. I mean, Brock's not going to defend that title on when on Sunday. I wouldn't think so. So the main title, the main match is going to be the Universal. And, dude, just look at the way this pay-per-view has been set up, actually, now that I think about it. For AJ Styles' championship, because he just had a title match against Cedric, and he just beat him. He beat him clean, didn't he, if I remember right? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, so since then, there's been no number one contender for AJ. So even who knows if he even has a match at Hell in a Cell. And then you have probably no WWE match because Brock's going to beat Kofi most likely. Let's just say he does beat him on Friday, and then yeah. should mean that the Universal Championship will be the main event. And if that's the case, I feel like it's going to be a long match because in reality, the smart thing to do is have the Fiend beat Seth in less than five minutes. Make the fiend look like this crazy, unstoppable thing, but since the other two matches aren't going to happen, the the fiend needs to have a long match then, because that's the like the main attraction for the pay per view. So, thinking about it now, I'm kind of really not looking forward to Hell in the Cell because of that reason. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely going to be some changes. That's for sure. 
Yeah. I think WWE is looking at it as if, like, they're just like, all right, well, we can afford to just throw away this pay-per-view kind of in a way because we know coming up the following week we have the draft on SmackDown and then the draft on Raw, and then that's when we can actually, like, reset and get everything going again. I feel like that's the way they're kind of looking at it because how are you how are you advertising a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view with no United States Championship match, announced at least, and pretty and basically most likely no WWE championship match. Your main attraction is the Fiend and Seth, and then you got uh Becky and Sasha Hell in the Cell matches. I don't even know who's Bailey facing. Is Bailey facing anybody for that title? Is it gonna be uh I wonder if it's gonna be Charlotte again. Could be Charlotte. What about Lacey Evans? The, what's her name? Natalia for a while. And it's been – see, this is what I don't like too. Like it started off okay, that rivalry with Lacey and Natalia, but they just haven't like gone anywhere from that. It's been like attacking each other after the match or or like there's been like no promos. There's been like nothing. And then there's been, like the backstage segments is always like Natalia watching TV on that awkward, weird angle that everybody watches TV on in WWE. Yeah. Or like vice versa or like. Just fucking weird. And so, like, what are the matches for Hell in a Cell? I don't even know what's going on. I know, like, three matches. And you got Roman and, and Daniel versus uh, Harper and Rowan, pretty sure, at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. But, and then we have the uh, Yowie Wowie in the Cell. So. Hey, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Seth, Sasha and Becky, the tag match. And then after that, I don't know. I'm wanting Miz to face... Shinsuke for that title. I want Miz to I want Miz to win. I want Miz to break Jericho's record. And I love Jericho, but I really love the Miz too. And I really want to see him break that record because that's such a great record to have. I mean, Jericho has held that record for for years, dude. I wonder how long it's been actually. You know, like I wonder if it's been a full decade of holding that record. Probably. It's gotta yeah. be. Yeah. Definitely. Jericho hasn't won the uh, yeah. It has to be that. Probably around that long. Not really sure on that statistic. There's a whole bunch of statistics in WWE. Some of them get erased. Some of them just, you know, stay as is. I know, right? They pretend that, like, some, some statistics don't exist either. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, remember when they like, were trying to, like, remove Hulk Hogan from after what he did? Like, how do you just remove Hulk Hogan yeah. from everything? Like, you know, <laughs> like, he was there the first For WrestleMania, real? like, in 2, 3D... <laughs> Like everything, he is like basically what WF WWE is. So, what do you think is the okay? So, I'm gonna ask this very broad question. Mm. Obviously, you weren't alive for literally every wrestler that's come through. Who is your favorite? Who do you look at or think of and say that is the greatest wrestler of all time? Let's just narrow it down to in your lifetime. Somebody that you, someone you've watched, like from beginning to end, who would you say is is the most, the best WWE superstar you've ever seen? Are we basing it off straight what they did in WWE? Um, no, 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 just wrestling in, in total. Yeah, yeah, everything, everything that you've seen, that you've seen. Yeah, I know it's kind of hard, that isn't is it? Hard. Um, I don't know, but you know, I'm just gonna say, uh, I've never 
like never had a problem sitting through a Shawn Michaels match. I feel like Shawn Michaels would be the guy for me. For you, wow! I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, dude, I like Shawn Michaels, but I just feel like I've never really been like a crazy big fan of his. Uh, I mean, I I like him. I think he's great, but for me, I don't think I would ever say that he's the greatest of all time. It's just maybe it's because of all the shit that I've heard about him. Like, you know, when he was younger, he was such a dick and all that kind of stuff. And how like he would oversell when he didn't want to work with somebody like against Hogan at a <laughs> SummerSlam. I think it was like 2002 or three or something. Oh, like yeah. That. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, but his for me, I think all, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the greatest, I, I will say he's one of the greats. But for me, I don't know if he's my top. I don't even know if he makes my top five. I think my top five are, and I don't even know if this is in order, but my top five is probably Jericho, Edge, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, and, uh, oh, man, I don't know. Number five. Uh, maybe AJ Styles? Yep. Maybe? I don't know. Because for me, it was uh, a toss-up. Like, it was a... I feel like Angle and AJ Styles are definitely there for me. And um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I'd I'd even put Edge in there too as well. And and Jericho. Yeah. Right. I mean, because I've always loved I've always loved Edge, but I think I started loving him even more actually after he retired, <laughs> which is weird. Because like watching Edge growing up, I'm not. I I guess I was too young or something to realize how good he actually is and like his, his, like his uh, feuds and promos and stuff. I mean, edge was like well-rounded. He had everything. And for me, I take in consideration from my top is like how well they are on promos, how over they were with the crowd, how well they did as a both heel and face. I mean, how they were in the ring. I mean, just guys that when you heard their song, you just fucking knew. This is this is gonna be some good shit. You just know Stone Cold. And I mean Stone Cold, yeah. But I mean him in the ring wasn't even like you know, he wasn't great in the ring. But like this is what I was telling someone the other day. It was like some people have such a great fucking personality and charisma and character that it makes up for what they lack in the ring. I mean, look at John Cena, one of the biggest he's the biggest name in wrestling ever. And and I think he surpassed Hogan in that too. I think John Cena, no one has mainstreamed and, and been as big of a name, I think, than John Cena. Maybe The Rock. And Hogan is probably close, if not the top. From my opinion though, I think I think John Cena, I mean Yeah. I just from what I've seen, like dude was everywhere. When he was working with WWE like nonstop. Uh, he was the top guy always, like everywhere, years, like man. billboards. Yeah, to be on top for that long, over a decade of that, just nonstop. And I don't know if they're ever going to make another star like that ever again because uh, there's just no way. And uh, I, I honestly hope they don't because I fucking hated Cena towards the end, man. Yeah. I just – It was so fucking tired of It was just like uh, – it was mind-boggling because like, you know – uh, you watch John Cena for years and years and years and years of him just like, oh, John Cena's champion again. 
Oh, John Cena, you know, coming back and doing those shoulder blocks, and you know he does what he does, and then he wins. Yeah, so you you seeing that? Yeah. <laughs> you're seeing that for years. And if he loses, it's not clean. And if you pinned him, uh, yeah, oh my rare. god, you know. So it's like, <laughs> and he literally never gives up. Like that, it's not just a T-shirt. Like I don't think. Like I don't even remember. When's the last time I saw him give up or something like that? But it was just like we dealt with that for like a decade. Nonstop. It was so bad. And that was the direction that we're going to go with Reigns until everybody just truly just like revolted against it. They're like, no, 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 no. We can't put up with another Cena Cena thing being thrown down our throats. We just can't take it. Yeah. Um, I think Roman is slowly, they're slowly working him back up to that though. Yeah. Uh, but again, if they do it. I mean, if they do it to Reigns, it's only a matter of time before the fans do the same thing again. Like if you do it to you know, Reigns, I like what he's do- if you do it to Reigns, make him make him take a break like he did. You know, I mean, uh, you know, put, yeah, yeah, put, yeah. Put, uh, put aside that you know, kind of major. He had a a cancer issue. Yeah, but you know, just put him aside, push him, but don't shove him. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah. a little slight push, a little nudge, you know. Stop fucking throw the guy down three flights of stairs, though. You know, it's just it's not gonna work that way. No, you can't just like go. I'm in remission, y'all. To like, I'm shaving for ten years now. Like, I'm in your kitchen, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> remission rains. <laughs> Dude, they should have a segment, Kitchen Reigns. That'd be cool. Cooking with Roman. I'm in the kitchen, oh, dude. Cooking in remission. <laughs> dude, I, I don't know. I, well, in closing, I mean, Raw, I feel like should have been better. And I'm really looking forward to Wednesdays. And we can cover that another time. And I'm looking forward to Friday, and I can't wait for tomorrow, and I can't wait for Friday, dude. I just really can't wait. All these rumors, all of this hype, I mean, they've been promoting SmackDown on freaking fo- – during football games. And, like, there's actually videos of people who are watching TV and football games that are not wrestling fans. And, like, during, after a commercial or whatever, they would show a, a quick glimpse, like a flash of the Fiend's face. And these people would flip out, like, dude, what's going on? What's this guy? Why is this guy on my screen? Who is this guy? And as a fan of wrestling, you know what it is, and you're just dying. Yeah. And you think it's cool. But these people who have no idea, dude, you imagine seeing that shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be scared shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's like, do you know what he's being taken over? Low-key. Yeah, it's, it's Low key, remember those like promos? Kind of, kind of like on staying on track a little bit here. Remember those promos Chris Jericho came back with, with like the whole save us thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like he was like a, a I love kid those. in like a, 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 a random like empty classroom or something like that. And it was like, who's, yeah. who's gonna save us or something like that? Like, for I don't know why, but like I honestly felt like that was outside of WWE. Like, I thought that was a, like a commercial. Like who's the? <laughs> you just thought it was a regular. Commercial. I was like, "What do you mean? Why are they putting this commercial out here? Who's gonna save us? Well, what's coming after us?" Like I was like, "Domestic disabuse commercial." 
<laughs> Why is this little girl looking for help? <laughs> Who's filming these two kids on the swing? Why can't they help them? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like this whole like fiend coming up in the middle of the commercials and everything. Like everyone's getting shook. Like oh shoot. Oh, I love like, it. Uh, it's 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 hilarious to see you because you know who it is, but then like people who don't, they're just like, uh, "Should I be worried?" Other than the fact that yeah. like, you know the Packers are getting are losing right now, like, what's going on? <laughs> are we gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to go to the grocery store to get eggs, milk, and bread? <laughs> Every time there's an emergency in life, <laughs> that's always the go-to. I never understood it. It's like a it's crazy. You got to watch NXT and AEW tomorrow, or one of. Uh, if you're not going to watch both, you got to at least watch AEW because we got to talk about it. Oh, definitely. Um, it's must see TV more than Miz. Yeah, right. And, and maybe we can do another one of these on that, and then uh, SmackDown. We got to we got to watch that and talk about it, and maybe get on here for a SmackDown one or whatever. But uh, I'll let you go because I know you had something to do later on tonight, dude. It was fucking cool talking to you, man. It was great. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, dude. Let's let's do it again. Definitely. Later, bro. Later. All right, so that was Josh. Uh, I want to thank him from com- for coming on here. It was good stuff, man. He's a good kid. He's a he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Um. Good points uh, from both of us, and uh, I always love talking wrestling with him. You know, I, you know, even if there are a lot of people don't agree with the way things we say or how we think and what, whatever, it's it's always nice to. I always love hearing other people's opinions and 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 getting a, a feel for what everyone else thinks. Um, I'm gonna wrap this thing up here, uh, and I think I'm gonna leave it with my bitter moment for this episode. And my bitter moment is uh, I'm gonna have to say Raw could have been could have been a lot better. Um, I think that's what my bitter moment is. It was good. It was, you know, it was pretty solid. Uh, there were some different things to it, a different feel. Some some things I still think need to be worked out in order for it to seem a little more smoother and more interesting. Because for right now, I'm super pumped for SmackDown and NXT. And uh, I don't want Raw to get lost and to fall behind. I kind of want Raw to keep up. And I just want there to be great content on both Raw, NXT, and also on SmackDown. I just wanted everything to be great. Um, but that's it for uh, this episode. I want to thank everybody who actually took the time out to even fucking listen to this thing. I appreciate the hell out of you if you listen to this. Uh, you know, there's going to be more episodes to come. Uh, I like this whole partnership thing I got going on here. I like this whole uh, – I want to build relationships with people, friendships with people. And uh, I'm glad to finally be on Spotify and Anchor FM. And if, if you have Anchor FM – Give me a favorite and send me some voice messages on there. And if you have Spotify, just give me a follow. And uh, hopefully I keep putting out some good stuff for you guys. So thanks so much. And uh, until next episode, man. Later.